to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. If we don't know anything, that will ensure we ask the right questions for the listener because they don't know anything either. That? We're just we're just thorough. Are you? Are you? Wait, hold on. Are you saying our listeners don't know anything, Brian? I'm saying that of course they don't know anything. That's about a guest. That's the whole point of bringing a guest, and they are of dubious taste. <laughs> I mean, they do listen to this podcast. Well, that, that, right, okay. All right. I think they get a lot from it. Name one thing. <laughs> News. Right. A smug, a smug sense of superiority to the four of us, probably. Well, I mean, I think that they probably get a lot of, um, you know, like uh, real DIY kind of, kind of house tips. You know, like do-it-yourself style house tips. You know, all the stuff you can do with the lemon juice. Deep, yeah. Real DIY kind of like, how, you know, like life hacks. I say we provide life hacks to people. Like, name one. How to get blood out of uh, out of out of uh, your dungarees? <laughs> little little club soda, right, Mike? A lot of club soda and salt and salt. I think it depends on the amount of uh, blood mm-hmm. and eliminate all the people who saw the blood. That's right, true. That's the that is the most important step. Well, that's what makes it a real hack, right? Yeah, a hack and slash. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. The the puns are a big deal too for the no, listener. No, I don't do puns. I do I do wordplay. <laughs> oh sure, oh, it's, it's called wordplay. Wordplay, and it's actually pretty cool the way I do it. Like Scrabble or more like Boggle? Uh, Wordle. Y'all into that Wordle shit? I, I played it a couple times to see what the big deal was. Is that a Pokemon or a? A, Yu- a Yu-Gi-Oh character? It's uh, it's this word game. It's the hottest shit right now. Uh, as the um, as the Arf. local trend spotter, uh, the guy with his ear to the f- ground yeah. of all things current. Uh, I'll tell you, there's this game called Wordle, and it looks it's like uh, it's kind of like Hangman, sort of like Hangman. If you've ever played that game, mm. only unfortunately it doesn't have the same. Uh, Capital punishment, uh, high stakes, yeah. high stakes of death involved in the word game, but it's very popular right now. Everybody kind of shows how how quickly it takes them to, you know, you get it's five lines and you it's a five letter word and you just guess the first you're just a free guess uh, is the first one, and then it shows you all the letters you got right in the correct place and all the letters that you got. I don't need to explain this anymore. You're, you're explaining <laughs> the, the bonus round of Wheel of Fortune. It's, no, uh, it, it's not unlike Plinko, <laughs> though. Uh, <laughs> deceptively, one of the harder prices, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you can't determine where it's going to go, right? It just you drop it and hope. You can put some spin on that disc, I think. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have committed suicide after a bad Plinko game. <laughs> they have they have a lot of counselors that talk you out of it out of like you know 
That's that's the main thing they have to do on the P, the PIR. The PIR stands for Price is Right. Price is Right. That's right. Hosted by <laughs> Bob, Barker. Bob Barker, Drew Carey. Oh yeah, Bob Barker. He got caught doing some of those spay uh, and neutering stuff on his own, and he did not have a license. Mm. But he thought, oh, I've I've been talking about it so much, I might as well learn it. And he just, you know, it was a cruelty to animal charge. I mean, in his defense, gotcha. he was really trying to, you know, put his money where his mouth is when it comes to making sure animals are infertile. He just enjoyed the fact of the idea of robbing a, a pet of its ability to procreate and knowing that he was the one responsible for it. Yeah. He liked the idea of extinguishing bloodlines. <laughs> what is it? What's the, what are the cats that have thumbs? What are they? What kind of cats are those? Polydactyl. Isn't there like a specific breed that has? Uh, well, no. Like a, a Manx cat? Is it a Manx? A Manx, no, Manx, Manx don't have tails. Oh, they don't have tails. Can you still get those? Yeah. Polydactyl. They just call them polydactyl. Numerous toes? Like a pterodactyl? Yes, they actually are in relation to pterodactyls because they're afraid one more toe, those cats will be able to fly or at least glide. Yeah, they are called polydactyl. They're not a specific mm. breed, but... They were right. Hemingway's. Again, I, I, who, wait, who was right? Who was right? I don't. Uh, I don't know what we were talking uh, about. Uh, it was Mike. I lost track. Yep, that's right. But uh, they, they were Hemingway's favorite cats. I knew that one. I was right about that. Hemingway was like a notorious, like fucking drunk, right? Yeah, he drank a lot. I think. I, I always wonder if that quote was uh, a shortened version of the quote that they were always Hemingway's favorite cats to kick. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it would hurt if you got kicked by Hemingway. I think maybe he just related to the cats more than than humans. Maybe that was the issue. He just... I wonder what Phoenix would have to say about this. <laughs> Who knows? What uh, yeah, that's true. He's polydactyl, probably. I'm polydactyl on every limb, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's ribbed for her pleasure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you try to fuck with me, Hemingway, you're going to get your fucking house burned down and all your manuscripts about fishing or whatever. Fuck <laughs> you, old man. That sound like a, a Florida cat. You fuck with me and I'll fuck with you right back. Florida human in a cat costume. Phoenix doesn't play. You think because a cat can dance, it means he doesn't know how to how to defend himself? Well, this cat fucking has claws and this cat can bite. I'll fucking rip your scrotum open. Let your balls roll out onto the floor. Don't think I haven't done it before. Maybe this is why Hemingway was a notorious asshole. Maybe. Is a phoenix? Maybe he got a scrotum ripped open by a human in a cat costume wearing silver tap shoes, I think. You pull a shotgun on me, I'll fucking shove it up your ass. (laughs) And I'll pull the goddamn trigger. (laughs) I don't care how cute your daughters are. Granddaughters, whatever. (laughs) I saw her in Star 80. She was fine. Whatever. Do you know Eric Roberts, though? Because I would like to talk to him. <laughs> what, what, what a Hemingway. He wrote, what is that book he wrote about the guys fighting the big fish? Man, see? Yeah. I was thinking, I know, I was thinking of Jaws. <laughs> yeah, he wrote that. I think that, that was, was Peter him. Benchley. Farewell to Arms. That was Hemingway. The Sun Also Rises. Uh, to Have and Have Not. The Aristocrats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wrote that. 
guys you guys ready to get started here phoenix you ready to get started fuck yeah what are we doing welcome to the international news service we're your hosts i'm kevin harrison along with i am brian camp the high energy brian camp (laughs) 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 we're all low energy today i'm i'm very low energy today too are we all okay are we all on the low energy spectrum little low energy i expect every sentence that comes out of my mouth to trail downward as i finish it that's what hemingway did after he got fucking his balls mutilated (laughs) that's right I'll fucking, I'll fucking cut your scrotum off. I'll do you like Bob Barker tried to do to me. <laughs> you hairy fucker. Uh, now I'm just imagining Bob Barker living in his Hollywood mansion with several serpents dressed like cats roaming around the house that he just would beat and torture. Hemingway says he's barrel chested. I call it being a fat fucker. How about that? <clears throat> How about that? Who are you? Phoenix. <laughs> No, I mean, who's who's uh, playing Phoenix? Oh, glad, I'm glad that after two Phoenix years... Phoenix is taking over from Mike Weeby tonight. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, no. I'm here for the whole fucking night. <laughs> Got a story to go along with this, but let's get Mark introduced. Oh, down there, it's, it's, it's the choreographer. He can do it all. He can sing. He can dance. He can direct a show. He can direct the dancers of the show. <laughs> He's a wonder, wonder on the piano. He has directed most of the performances that I have been involved in. And he has also been personally responsible for paying the bill for me to burn down a house full of living children. It's Mark Ryan. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Phoenix. You're the best. I know. I know. That's the most praise that Mark has ever delivered to anyone. Phoenix is my favorite character. (laughs) Praise be to where praises do. That says a lot about you, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. So I almost did a story tonight, and I I changed my mind at the last minute mm. because it didn't it didn't really have an ending. Apparently, some some parent showed up to a, a school board meeting in Michigan, complaining that they had a bathroom for furry students that was just a litter box. And she was she was ranting and raving about that, and it was really just to get attention for the fact. Uh, I know her. That's fucking Clarice. She's always fucking, always into something or whatever, trying to shoehorn her way into the community. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. But it was really just her trying to get her uh, argument about against a mask mandate to go viral. So she kept going back to this. They got this furry bathroom where it's just a litter box, and the kids go in there when they want to be cats. Yeah, she's a dumb cunt, is what she is. <laughs> and I don't, I don't listen. I don't say that lightly. I don't say that lightly. She, she is. She. I'm. I'm done with her bullshit. I'm telling <laughs> you. And I'm. Th- hey, I'm serious as a heart attack. I'm done. I'm done with it. Phoenix has spoken. So instead of that story, our first story comes to us from the BBC. Oh, the Bad Boys Club. Bad Boys Club. A travel lodge hotel in Cambridge, England, was in a bit of a crisis last month when its robot vacuum escaped. After the vacuum escaped via the front door, the assistant manager of the hotel said, quote, they normally sense the lip at the entrance and turn around, but this one decided to make a run for it. Y'all ever seen those videos of me sitting on one of those things and just rolls around <laughs> the house? <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. One of them went viral. What do you mean viral? I caught I got syphilis in New Orleans. 
<laughs> if you're going to get it, that's probably the place to do it. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, you know, did it hurt? Yes. Was it worth it? Also, yes. <laughs> so when you say robotic vacuum cleaner, is this like a Jetsons Rosie robot? Like a Roomba. Oh, a Roomba? Yeah, like a Roomba. Okay, so not sentient. That's what I was talking about. Y'all seen you seen pictures of me or somebody else just sitting on one of them Roombas that goes around. We're just sitting there going, what the heck is happening? What? <laughs> it spins uh, around. Spins around. Well, I don't get dizzy. <laughs> if they fuck with me, I will put them on fire, though. <laughs> the vacuum had been missing for about 15 minutes before staff realized its absence, and the assistant manager said he assumed that it had been stolen. How is this a story? What do you mean? So for 15 minutes, something they they realized after 15 minutes they realized it was gone. Okay, this just seems like seems like if this was written in the 70s, it would be a story because oh man, a robot vacuum cleaner. But this is just a story about somebody misplacing something, right? This is this is England in, in today, which is like America in the 70s. Mm. It's like when you go to a party and you're hanging out and everybody wants to talk to you and you get like a cocktail, you drink like a white Russian and then, um, and then you're just like, you know what, this fucking thing, this party kind of fucking sucks and you just fucking go and they call it an Irish goodbye. And that's what that robot did. The staff said it just kept going and quote, could be anywhere. While well-wishers on social media hope the vacuum enjoyed its travels as quote, it has no natural predators in the wild. If it runs into me, I'll fuck it up, though. <laughs> I'm a natural predator to everything. Hey, you know what? I forgot. I got I got a thing I got to go to, so I'm going to peace out, you fucking dorks. Fuck y'all. Bye. Bye, Phoenix. Hey guys, it's Mike. I'm back. Uh, oh, where Mike. you been? I was just I was getting 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 ready, just getting the water, getting some stuff in here. You missed the most of the first story. I only have a yeah, paragraph. Yeah, I'm fucking left. my I, I, my. I come in here and my couch is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds alarming. Yeah, I got it out though. I just threw most of the big gulp that I was drinking on it. <laughs> Club soda and what is it? Salt. I'll put a what? fire that's out. How you put a fire out? Sure, it is. Club soda and salt. What do you call that? That's a that's a life hack, Mike. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we do we do those for sure. <laughs> we do those, yeah. So fortunately, a hotel staff member found the vacuum under a hedge the next day. The hotel reported that it was dusted off and quote is now back sitting happily on the shelf with the rest of its robot vacuum family. I feel like this is. All, I feel like all of our time has been wasted with this story. <laughs> yep. Like just this, the story is something was misplaced and then found the next day. Yeah. That's it. Like that could be, that could yeah. be the headline. That, that's something that happens to me literally every hour on the hour. Right. <laughs> it's my keys, my phone or my wallet that yeah. I can, I, that you could, you could just have a whole, whole fucking newspaper devoted to my forgetfulness. Pets do this all the time. People writing articles about that. Pet yeah. walks out the door, it's found the next day. Yeah, cat walks out a door, is found next to a burning mansion, right. tap dancing <laughs> and, and swearing at people in a effete southern accent. <laughs> I re- you, that, you open up any paper, you're going to read that story in the human intersection. It should at least True. be the threshold for this an article like this. I just, I just don't, I'm confused by the newsworthiness of this story. I think that the BBC... Once a proud news organization, 
has really let us and the world down because they claim to be a worldwide news source and right. they've written a story about something mm-hmm. accidentally going out of a door and being found the next day close to the door. Well, yeah, it's not the yeah. kind of thing we would cover on our, you know, our news it, source would cover. Well, no, we, have, most... we have to cover. We're being well, forced to. Right. By the BBC. Yeah, we have to. Here's the thing is I don't think that the person that wrote this story is a bad boy. No, this is this isn't a bad boy. Okay. I feel like they're a a soft boy at best. Maybe even a maybe they're even a fucking good boy. Is mm-hmm. that soft with a T or just soft and then apostrophe? I don't know how they do it in England. I don't know how they spell anything there. <laughs> Probably a U they in put it. O, they put O's and U's in mm-hmm. everything incorrectly. It uh-huh. ends in an E. Yeah, it's it's it is it is a farce. <laughs> Is there a way that this story was pitched to the editor? Is there a way that... I'd imagine someone came in, and this is... I don't know. I guess, I'm guessing all the bad boys were out, you know, throwing bottles at buggy cars driving by. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, just, like, playing some game that involves throwing rocks at each other. And right. then, you know, some little little fucking fancy lad. Like a newsy-looking kid. Newsy-looking, big, oversized newsy cap. Uh, you know, suspenders. The pants come about right under his uh, under his rib cage. And he comes in and he's like, Sir, sir, oh, please, sir, I have the most brilliant story for you. Oh, you're going to love it. It's about a robot. And the robot went on a crazy adventure. <laughs> it was ever so fun. This robot <laughs> rolling around the town all to itself. But it was supposed to be vacuuming. Oh dear. <laughs> and the, the editor, the paper editor, was just like, oh, what is this guy? What is this rubbish? Where me bad boys? Where me bad boys? And then he looked out the window, and like all the bad boys were, uh, they were chasing women with their big bare breasts exposed, and they'd go into uh, a hall, and then, but then all of a sudden, the women would be chasing them, and someone would get hit with a frying pan, and sure. it was just a whole, a whole thing, a whole thing. Did they sometimes go into one door but exit out a different door? As though they were connected, but they weren't really connected. Oh, yeah, they were going at different doors. Sure. And at some point, a giant <laughs> monkey starts chasing what? all of them. What? Yeah. At one point, where did they were they chasing someone who was chasing them? This is a way better news story. What Mike is describing. Well, the news story. So this this news story is what happens this if you read happened. like a. This is why we got this story. <laughs> if you read if you read a children's book uh-huh. about a fun robot thing happening, and you said. This story needs to be more realistic. This is what you would write. Object leaves by accident. Object found. Right. Thanks. Thanks, Britain. Yeah. (laughs) Great job. You really, you guys are doing a real good job over there. Real fucking good job. I guess nothing else of import is happening in the UK. Wait, wait. What? uh, Did it? Who won the Revolutionary War? I'm trying to remember. I like that that started out as a kind of a British accented question. And then that's good storytelling because we also started exactly. with British accents. We don't have any more. Do you know why? Mm-mm. Because that war Mike was just talking about. I know who won it. Mm-hmm. Do you know who won it, Mark? I know who won it. I know who won it too. Do you know who won it, Mark? <laughs> For the listener, Mark is vigorously shaking his head up and down. 
<laughs> in the affirmative. Canada. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Canada didn't win nothing. They almost did. <laughs> they, they burned the White House in the War of 1812. Yeah. That's how close they got. It's like then they scratched on the eight ball. Suckers. Now they got some maple syrup. Yeah. You're always scratching at the eight ball. <laughs> Nobody knows the reason why. <laughs> you got social distortion in this fucking country. You guys wish you had fucking social distortion in England. I mean, wish. They, they sell the records there. They... Uh, In uh, British, it fucking burns up every. It burns. You wear the big newsy cap, Mike fucking ass, brother. Brother, can can you say all of that again? He does. I think I think that needs to stay exactly the way we heard it because it it ended. It was punctuated properly, and I like the idea of the listener writing their own story of of American dominance. Not over the world, mind you, because we're an international show, but certainly over the UK. My lines on this podcast are jazz. And sometimes <laughs> it's what in between the things I say, the things I don't say That's is right. where a lot of my real genius comes through. Well, here in year two, we'll probably get a lot more experimental. We'll do more of that stuff. Just kind of, you know, deconstructing yeah. what, what it is that you do. <laughs> yeah. What is it that you do again? Well, you just heard. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, th- that the thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm a reporter. I'm part of the news team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grog doesn't bring coffee to anybody. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is that fucker? Grog. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite character, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the occasionally, the occasionally referenced intern. Krog. So our next story brings us back to the United States. Oh. Where a young couple in Cottage Thank God. In Cottage <laughs> City, Maryland, was delighted after months of house hunting, they found a three-bedroom house for fifty thousand dollars, less than the typical price in the area. That's a bargain, right? Yes. That's what we call a good deal here in the States. Well, they they are in the States. They yeah. also would call it a good deal. Yeah, I'm I'm speaking to our listeners who might not know that that's a phrase we use here. Yeah, we good say deal. that's a good bargain. deal. Yeah, they probably they probably never heard that in other countries. Mm-mm. They might not. We don't know. You don't know every country's nomenclatures <laughs> over there. I don't even know if that word applies to this, but still. On the night their offer was accepted, the couple got curious about why the house was so cheap and did some googling, and that's when they discovered their new home had inspired the book and movie. The Exorcist. The night their offer was accepted. Are we are we believing this? I'm, <laughs> we, I'm, we believing I'm sorry. What? This is that 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 coincidentally, after they made an offer, after they were in some in some way contractually bound to to purchase the home, that's when they found out information. That's when they decided I to mean, look this up. You've done house hunting. It can be aggressive right. and you get the right house and you're just like, I don't fucking care. Right. Well, then you got to drive down to the library to get on the terminal to use Google, right? So get on the microfiche. In 1949, a 14-year-old boy was said to be possessed by a demon in this house. Priests who visited the home claimed to have seen furniture mysteriously flip over as the teen screamed Latin phrases, which was a language he reportedly never studied. 
Ultimately, a Catholic priest performed an exorcism. Yeah, he was probably he's probably just singing Ramstein. <laughs> I don't think they had Ramstein in 1949. They had one. Well, the, uh, I think they did. He was listening to fucking Third Reich tapes, probably. Do, do us, do us, man. I think things can be in German and not also associated with scat play. Well, I don't think that. I think that it has to be. We. <laughs> We've heard about the grenade in Astroglide like, that we're fairly uh, certain was episode 18 or so? Concerned. In a lunchbox, right? Wasn't it found in a lunchbox by a cop near a train? I wonder if they... We need to update. I wonder if they ever found the culprit who threw away trash, the, the villain who littered. <laughs> mm, That's when we used to have a lot of grenade stories. Mm. Yeah. Ultimately, a Catholic priest performed an exorcism to drive the demon out of the boy. While this was going on, a student at nearby Georgetown University heard about it, and in 1971, he wrote the book, The Exorcist. One of the co-owners said, quote, Honestly, the first thing I thought was, oh God, this is going to tank our resale value. And then the next thought I had was, maybe I better rewatch that, start learning more about what it is that we just bought. And also, I had no idea... It was even based on a real story. And the next thought I had was, boy, I'm getting kind of hungry. I wonder if there's an Arby's near where we live. And then the next <laughs> thought I had was, remember that time on the Golden Girls when all the El Elvis impersonators were there? And then the next time I thought was, I wonder, I wonder how uh, good these bathrooms are going to take a full load of Arby's after I get through with it because I don't go light. I get the, I get the big Montana. The five for five. They still do the five for five at Arby's. I get the five for five, and I just chomp them all down myself. I think they imply that you're supposed to give it to your old family, but nah, dog. What does your family get? Fuck them. <laughs> they get possessed by the. You know, here's the thing. Um, I uh, got I I was able to uh, buy a house uh, a couple years ago for the first time ever, and the first thing I said to our realtor was. If there are any murder houses that we can get for cheaper, please just front run us to that. Because I, the, I, I honestly, I don't believe that this house sold for less than it would have at any market value. I don't think anyone, I, I think other than maybe a few rare cases of like the most gnarly murder that just happened the week before, I don't think anybody cares. And, and that anybody would jump to get $50,000 off of a house, no matter what happened there. Right. Unless you're a nerd. Hey, hey, Mark, don't you have a story about this? Don't you know somebody who lives in a murder house? Yes, my sister. Mm. Did she do the murder in? She was not involved in the murder. But okay. there has been uh, many reports that there has been paranormal activity in that house since she's moved in. The movie? Like on DVD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they watch it nonstop. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> is it so what kind of, what what constitutes paranormal activity uh whenever the they were moving or right before they moved in <clears throat> there was a guy in there doing some work on it and he was staying there actually while i was doing like painting and stuff like that and mm -hmm. like he 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 swore he heard people or things like moving around and sounds and things like that and then uh my nephew who still lives with his mother uh is 
lives there and he he apparently he wakes up in the middle of the night and feels like somebody's sitting on his chest and has seen people and which just sounds like sleep paralysis basically yeah like but you know he got real freaked out right so yeah that's aliens that's not ghosts (laughs) mark you might be a star child have you ever thought of that (laughs) many times did your sister get a discount a fifty thousand dollar discount on the house yeah, she got a good deal on it. She bought the house knowing that, that there had been a murder there. Right. Just just prior to her buying the home? Well, my parents knew the, the people who were murdered there. Oh, okay. it's right next door to my mom's house. Did your parents have anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a pretty gnarly story, though. It's pretty sad, actually. Was so, it a stranger murder or was it a domestic violence murder? No, it's uh, this older couple was living there and their son who had mental illness it was stopped taking his meds and basically came over to their house and killed them both stabbed them oh wow wow so it was just pretty awful what happened to the kid uh, he's in prison about every two or three years he escapes and comes back no i think he might be this was probably f- six or seven years ago maybe now it was clear that he was you know had mental health problems so i think right. he's due to be released well hmm. there you go he didn't know where well, else to go so the, did the realtor come at him and go like okay here's the deal is that how oh your parents you, your parents lived next to them right my parents lived next to them after that happened basically the other children were cleaning it out like my sister was on it <laughs> she's like i want to buy uh, that place really yeah oh yeah so it's like going it's like checking the obituaries for death to go talk to the widow to see if you can get into somebody's collection of stuff or right. get into her pants. <laughs> that, that too, Michael. <laughs> that is also something you can do. So, so she pers- she realized that there was there was a deal to be made, and she pursued it. Right. Well, I think that's all right. It's thrifty. Your nephew might be haunted, but yeah. Have you ever have you been over there? And have you have you ever experienced anything? Has there been a chill? Has there ever been a room that you just felt uncomfortable in? Was there ever? A sound that was unexplained, maybe you didn't pursue, but you still couldn't quite let it go. Yeah, did you ever lose your erection suddenly? <laughs> right. And for no reason? Well, I don't think I've ever had an erection when I've been at that house. Okay. Uh, so not that I but can But at recall. other houses you, would... you have. But oh, at other yeah. houses you have. I just have to, I have to create the baseline. At right. some of your, at other houses you have experienced it though. Only at my house that I'm at right now. Okay. 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 Maybe there's some sort of sense of power or a ley line running through your house. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) A sexual ley line. Sexual (laughs) ley line. Oh man, that sounds like a sounds like a good plot for a book. Uh, Poor man's patent, poor man's patent, poor man's patent. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual ley lines. So did they work it out with uh, I guess whoever owns the house at that point? Or was it like the a trust? The estate. Or? Well, yeah. The I mean, estate. the kids, or the one of the kids, I think, inherited it. So then they yeah. just sold it to my sister. Yeah, they don't want the house, right? No, they didn't want it. Yeah. They don't want to live in a murder house. It took yeah. a while. Yeah. It took a while to get it, all that done. It was probably a year before they actually bought it and all that. Do they know exactly where in the house things went down? Yes. And is that a weird thing? Or are they just kind of like used to it now? You know, I'd have to ask them again. There's there's stories about like things like that, but like the it's it was in the downstairs hallway. There's mm-hmm. you know, and they know exactly where it happened. But I mean, they were they were stabbed multiple multiple times. Sure. It was mm-hmm. it was brutal. So it was pretty awful. 
Well, and that's, and this is, I'm not saying this to be crass. I genuinely mean this, but you know, it's typically like, I think when, well, at least when I've heard stories of hauntings, it's been like, this is as close to when it's someone who's suffering from a severe mental illness has some sort of break because they get off their meds. And then I'm assuming becomes remedicated and is very aware of what they've done and is going to live with a kind of guilt that's difficult to imagine Mm-hmm. It's 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 as close to an accidental death as you can come, right? The uh, there's no malice necessarily, except the yeah, malice. Yeah, I think of so. I mean, delusion. like, it, it, yeah, the guy was clearly delusional and had some kind yeah. of, you know, crazy idea that his parents mm-hmm. were, you know, out to get him, and so he was going to get them first or something like yeah. that. And he, mm-hmm. I, I think, from what I remember, he had uh, been reading something online that if he takes some sort of supplement instead of his medications that mm. that would do the trick and, you know, keep uh, things under control or yeah. something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. That is always a bad idea, except for if you're doing alpha brain monkey mindset. <laughs> there we go. It's been a while since we've heard about that. We, we will get to that in the bonus story. Listen, yes. Do not <laughs> switch up your psychotropics, your SSRIs, in, unless you, uh, you are, you know, unless you have like, Fully, you're getting looked at by like Coach Casey or another qualified purveyor of <laughs> the Alpha Brain Monkey Casey mindset. Only in the, the Work, working in some urine. I love this. Well, I'm just saying, like Coach <laughs> Casey knows. Coach, I mean, if you didn't listen to the bonus episodes, that's why I. You, that's why you should be listening to them and get on the Patreon. <laughs> but like, but I'm serious, you know. Like, you got to have like a Coach Casey or or you know myself administering the oh, right you. dosage of Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset pills at the right, you know, at the, at the correct time. Mm-hmm. So, and you 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 would agree with me, Mark. You don't have to say it out loud, but sure. <laughs> Oh, he's nodding vigorously again for the listener, Marcus. Yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah, that. again, oh, yeah. nodding along. <laughs> so, but but the paranormal activity there uh, is not something that you know is a is it fairly benign if it happens. Sitting on a chest is nuts. It seems like a lot. Yeah, my nephew said he was freaked out and said there's weird energy going on in that house. But the, is this the also the end of the family that maybe? believe some other things yes yeah okay yeah. well my, my 5g <laughs> nephew yeah okay uh, well yeah oh he's a five he's a 5 er he was i don't know where he's at on that at this point but he's suggestible is it fair to say that he's he's suggestible yeah i also thought that he they might be uh getting some carbon monoxide poisoning which yeah, also causes something also causes that same exact kind of thing can cause sleep paralysis or hallucinations you should go have you gone and gun checked I, I for told my sister to. Um, she ain't going to do but, that. You, know. you told her to. Also, and I will say this, if you drink too much if you drink too much water with the Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset pills, that can be also a thing because you don't want to, <laughs> you really need to, you, you need to, and, and you should do this anyway, monitor right. your water intake and not take in <laughs> too much. Right. I love that your plan relies on dehydration to work effectively. <laughs> no, it's not dehydrated. It's just, you know, there's, there's, there's you know, everything in moderation, Brian, everything <laughs> but, in moderation, including water and extreme. Well, I mean, especially water, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, they say water is the source of life. Like what are you, are you going to drink so much? You have two lives. A human body can't have two <laughs> lives in it. Ted has nine That's lives. That's how that works. 
Well, I mean, it's it's just, it's simple. It's simple, you know? Yeah, I know you guys are big into this whole Western medicine fucking Mm. voodoo nonsense, but maybe take take a few steps back into what our our ancestors, uh, you know? Like, they got by fine, you know? Like, people like 100,000 years ago, like, they were fucking fine. They were the healthiest people in the world. Right. Noah lived like hundreds of years. He lived hundreds of years. That's right. So I've got two more story, two more sentences left in this story. Okay. Great. Three. The couple said they intend to embrace the house's haunted history with one co-owner saying, quote, I'm going to get a Catholic priest Halloween costume this year and get an amplified speaker and have the exorcist soundtrack just playing on loop on our front porch for trick or treaters. However, they do have some reservations when a friend asked if they could bring over a Ouija board. The couple said, no way. Well, that's uh, that's smart thinking because, you know, I think, you know, along with uh, the, you know, the whole proliferation of communism in this country, making it's okay. The mm-hmm. biggest problem is Ouija boards. It's right, right below it. Ouija boards are probably there. I think I read somewhere that they are responsible for more deaths than car accidents as of now true i've read that (laughs) yeah i would i would definitely say them do not take a ouija board into that house don't take a ouija Ouija board do not take a ouija board i I think it's parker brothers parker brothers too yeah them too it's a whole cabal that parker brothers milton bradley they all they all go to fucking fucking sex magic seances and shit and roll around buck naked covered in you know Bohemian Grove. Yeah, it's very Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody Grove and shit like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, Mark is holding he, up a Ouija Mark's board. holding up a Ouija board. William Fold, mystifying oracle. Bottom Parker no. Brothers, Parker Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big surprise. That's there where that go. comes from. Oh, we're big still not surprise. supposed to believe in the in the witches. What was it? They want to expunge the records. They wanted to retroactively clear right, the name suddenly remembering all our stories of a witch look if you look i'm funny if you've been convicted of being a witch you're probably a witch that right uh-huh Come on. <laughs> but I, I can't i can't use my common sense i know i know that you don't believe in mass hysteria so it must be real it's not that i don't believe in mass hysteria <laughs> i just don't think it's an explanation for everything that you find inconvenient yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did we already make a joke that it was, uh, I mean, a truth that it was Mass Hysteria is just a fucking remix of that Depp Leffert record? <laughs> Pyromania? Is that the yeah. one you're talking about? Yeah. Well, they got somebody with two arms to play. It sounds totally different. Yeah, it sounds totally Ouch. different. Uh, he'd be a one arm drummer right now. Yeah, he's dead. So, what? I think no, he's still alive. No, he died. Like you only live like if you lose an arm, you've got maybe ten years left. If like, people don't live long after that, uh-uh. that's why they rush to put those records out. There's no coming back from that. Yeah, no, all, you, yeah. Tell me a World yeah. War II bet that's alive right now. Yeah, there's like four of them. Case closed. If that case closed. The curse of World War II. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why you're a reporter, Mike. That's mm-hmm. why. That's why oh, we got yeah. you around. True. They have to disclose that before some. They do have to disclose that legally, right? That there's been a murder or a. Every state. But this wasn't different. a murder. This was just a. a, a, a yeah, you don't have to disclose. Like even then, like, like in Texas, if there's a murder in your house, you don't have to disclose it. It depends on it depends on each state. But yeah, I'm kind of surprised that 
it being the exorcist house wouldn't make somebody go, well, I could turn it into a museum and, you know, raise the price. But it's right. not, I mean, it's like the, the exorcism it's, museum. It's also like that story's not like as crazy as a fucking, as the movie or anything like that. You right. know, it's, and it's probably, the house is probably not cool. Like the, on the top of those stairs with awesome lighting and yeah, no, fucking, right. There's no, there's no furniture flying around either. You got to change the carpet. You think, but you know what I would do if I was ever there? I would just walk out and piss on the floor like Reagan did. Edgy. And if anyone got mad, I'd be like, I got to check your source material, fuckers. Right. Sure, somebody wasn't in the bathroom? I never thought about that. She just couldn't yeah. hold it? Yeah. I, she was She was a child, but she was old enough, I think, to otherwise, if not, if not for the influence of dark forces, she probably mm-hmm. could have held it. When I was a little kid, I always thought The Exorcist was about the devil, but it's not about the devil at all. It's a demon named Pizza Pizza Zoo. <laughs> the zoo? Pizza Pizza. That's a little little. That's Caesars? an attraction I'd go to. A pizza Zoo. There should be more like hell themed restaurants. Are there any? Yeah, it's always like a food cart, and it's a shitty pizza, and they play death metal. So our next story comes to us from Kotaku, or some people say it Kotaku, but that just sounds wrong to me. I think it's Kotaku. Yeah, I think it's Kotaku. I think you're right. It's a video game news site, Brian. It's probably Kotaku. The Italian Senate recently held a roundtable on data transparency, which featured among its speakers, recent Nobel Prize winning physicist Giorgio Parisi. What did he win the What did he win the Nobel Prize for? Uh, for some background, theory. some context, it, it has to do with the interactions between like quantum systems and atomic systems, and like microsystems and macrosystems, and like the inner the inner relationship of all those systems. Uh, at once. you gotta make the systems get to connect together. <laughs> all the systems are gonna fall apart. You don't want all the systems to fall apart. A quantum, a micro, a macro. <laughs> Silicone. Silicone. <laughs> and then they give me the Nobel Prize and they say, they say, I hear you go. And I say, let's have uh, some uh, pizza pie to celebrate. <laughs> yep, sounds right. So now I'm going to make you a video game. And in the end of the game, you're gonna have to make it a biggest pizza of all time. <laughs> but if you don't make it a quick, yes, yeah, a little, uh, a little, uh, uh, how you say, uh, a little, uh, a little gremlin, he's gonna come and bite you on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta make it a pizza pie, a real quick. The meeting, which had both live <laughs> and remote participants. Ran smoothly for the first half hour, but as Giorgio Parisi was being introduced, the call was hijacked by video of Final Fantasy VII porn. The video itself was anime and featured Final Fantasy VII's... Oh, Tifa, why you let a cloud do that to you? <laughs> he don't even respect you. <laughs> oh, no, now a seven, the, the, the genetically modified dog is getting involved. It, uh, it, it, it did feature Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart having sex. 
Oh, her father gonna be a mad, and he only have a, and one of his hands has a gun on it, and he's gonna shoot his gun up in the air and go, this is my daughter. Get out of here with you, Cloud. Get out of here with you, Seven. The senator hosting the event continued speaking over the video until someone could be heard yelling, sex offender, in Italian. A sex offender. A separat. Oh, Sephiroth, you are the bad guy. Uh, Italian for sex offender is a... Uh, Sephiroth. Traspiriente tra, Sessuale. No, that's a character from Final Fantasy IX. He's the guy who runs the inn called the Worm's Lair. I'm sorry, how do you spell worm? W-Y-R-M. <laughs> yeah. How else would you spell it? <laughs> Just making sure. Making sure that we're on brand. I have a question. Yes. What? Why did he yell? I mean, I have several, I guess. But why did he yell "sex offender"? Like, it, it was just the idea like, that this guy was doing it on purpose, and he was a, was it accusatory? Was it? I think it was part of like his sentence, and that's just the part that stuck out. Like he was going like, hmm. "Whoever's doing this is," and then you heard "sex offender" like over kind of the rumble, the growing rumble of people like freaking out about watching. Final Fantasy is VII porn in a fan made setting. is fan made anime porn a crime in Italy? Have we looked into that? Has our research team looked into that for us? Depends. Uh, depend, depends if you got depends if you got the pass from a capo. Yeah, true. That, that also checks out. That's, I want you. I want you to bring me this cloud strife. Bring me the the, the air pirate guy that walks around with a big staff that's dressed in the purple. What's his name? I forget his name. <laughs> and bring bring the orange dog too. Bring them before me with their cocks in their mouths. <laughs> As a warning to any other any other animated characters that my daughter is not to be defiled. So after about 30 seconds of scrambling. The senator was able to disconnect the video feed, but then the audio feed continued for a few more seconds. The whole thing was broadcast live via Senato TV, which is Italy's equivalent of C-SPAN. I'm on a C-SPAN diet. A C-SPAN, I eat it. <laughs> what? <laughs> By pan, he means panicelli. <laughs> Several people blamed hackers, but it's unclear exactly what transpired or who did it. Nevertheless, the senator hosting the event said she hoped the culprits would be punished. There's some 15-year-olds shaking their boots right now for... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to punish you for having a hilarious prank work. <laughs> no, I've, I've never played... A Final Fantasy game. Well, that sucks because I was dropping a lot of awesome references. <laughs> I could tell. It took me a while to figure it out. <laughs> you know, hopefully some of our listeners will will have a good background in PlayStation 1. Are we sure that this wasn't literally just a video game? Yeah, no, it, it was. There's no porn in the video game. Was it made using the actual game or did somebody just take those images and animate those separately? Yes, in the business, we call that the engine used use the unreal engine i could only find one uh like i could only find like a censored still from it i couldn't find the actual video they and were there watching wasn't, there wasn't any way to uncensor it so we could look at it and see no. 
<laughs> no, once something's censored, Mike, you can't find it in its original form anywhere. That's the point of censoring something. It becomes about, blocked forever. What about triple X double image uh, search? <laughs> that might work. I, there's a, a gentleman, I think he's in prison in Japan right now, but apparently he's really good at unscrambling <laughs> pornographic images. Also a callback to a previous episode. Well, oh, no, wow. he, he, did, he made yeah. deep fakes of those. He didn't unscramble them. Well, I would watch a deep fake of anime porn. Yeah, I would too. It would be the exact same thing, right? I would too. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't. Maybe. I don't think it'd have to be a deep fake. It could probably be just you know barely a surface, and you'd probably could fake it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be super hard to like for to make an anime woman's face look like another anime woman's face. How you couldn't do that? You would there would yeah. be an uncanny valley, and you would just go like, "It's just not quite right, is it, Mike?" Yeah, that's yeah. that's you know you say that's Tifa Tifa Lockhart, but it it looks more like. Cheryl Evangelion. <laughs> is this is this the kind of thing that we need to put the call out to the tremendous listeners of INS? Yeah, the, somebody in the in the hacker community uh, that listens to the show could maybe reach out and find and like nail down some of this uh, evidence uh, of this <laughs> of this of this thing and send it uh, into my into my DM me. Which means direct message, direct okay. DM me um, on Twitter, on Twitter uh, at Mike Weeby. Uh, <laughs> just you, yeah, DM me uh, as soon as possible. Like if did I, you investigate? You know, well, I, I, hopefully by the end of the night. But um, <laughs> so our last story is a bonus story. Bonus. So if you want to hear it, go to our Patreon. And subscribe it for at least three dollars to the, the Knights of Kevin level, or I forget what Mike's level is called, but you can subscribe there as well, and uh, you'll get access to all our bonus stories. I will give you a little little taste though. Oh. This next story comes to us from the taste. Denton Record Chronicle. Oh shit! The paper of Denton. DRC. That's the right. DRC. It will no doubt. It will no doubt lead to some debate. Over who went to the toughest junior high school, and there may it's be not some. A debate. There may be some alpha monkey mind uh, talk in this uh, next story as well. Okay, well, Brian uh, loves that. That's interesting. I, I love everything and everyone. <laughs> well, that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. The next time you take over the video feed during a government meeting, be sure to spam it with our podcast. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Mama mia. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.